0: This episode of the Section 109 Podcast is brought to you by Operation Get Active. Operation Get Active uses the game of soccer to encourage young people in Chattanooga to live active,
1: healthy lifestyles. This is Brian Beamett, and you're listening to the Section 109 Podcast.
0: Welcome into the Section 109 Podcast. I'm your producer, Jay. And I'm going to toss it straight over to Breezy, and we also have Matt here with us, and we're going to get the pod started. What up, guys? I am sitting here with Matthew and Jay, and our distinguished
2: guest, Mr. Brian Bement. Hey, what's hey up, guys?
0: What's up, Bement? For all of you out there listening,
2: <laughs> and and don't <laughs> expect uh, the announcers ever to get that one right. Apparently, we'll tell Jonathan. I think it's a little bit like uh, a little bit like brezy and Breezy and Brzee and all the things
3: <laughs> I've been called my whole life.
2: You
0: have probably heard the list of them, haven't
2: you? My name, I mean, everyone just calls me Breezy, and I. I mean, I stopped. That was originally just a mispronunciation of my name, and now it's just my name. Oh, that's hilarious! Well, you would be surprised. I was
4: at... I was today years old when I realized that your name was not pronounced
0: briefly. <laughs> yeah, see.
4: <laughs> or at least, I, what... or at least I'd forgotten.
3: It.
0: And that's one of my good friends who sees me a lot. <laughs> yeah. well, well, Brian, welcome into the show, man. Uh, we we uh, tend to take sections, and we always start off with our guests, and we kind of talk about their um, soccer journey growing up. You can start from a really young age and just kind of move your way up and where you're from, where you played and et cetera, et cetera.
1: All right. Um, Well, I'm originally from uh, the St. Louis area in uh, Waterloo, Illinois, small little town. Um, Started playing soccer. um, Well, grew up just kind of just kicking things around into every sport pretty much. Um, Officially started playing soccer in kindergarten. My dad was my first coach. Nice. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's always the best he still he still is my coach let's let's be honest now, okay. now does he think he's your
2: coach or do you think he's your coach a
1: little mix of both Dang a little it. mix of both some give and take there uh, but yeah so started started there in kindergarten um finally got into club soccer uh when i was in the second grade i guess i was like u9 or something like that um and then from there i just fell in love with the sport um played played for st louis scott gallagher growing up my whole life finally ended up going uh to Loyola University Chicago, where I went to college for four years, and then from there was fortunate enough to perform well and get my first pro contract.
0: Loyola was that the didn't they make like a really big Go NCAA Ramblers. tournament? Go right? Ramblers, baby! Were, oh yeah, were you there during that? Or I
1: was not. Um, I was actually down in Jacksonville playing there. Uh, went to the same the same bar to watch the game every single time. Nice. Dude. And I'm convinced that I may have jinxed it because there were other people oh, in no. town. That wanted to watch the game with me. And we went to a different spot because it was a bigger area. We could have held more people and they lost in the semis. And yeah, I'm kicking myself for that one. <laughs> You're
0: superstitious like me. As a, I, as I a like...
2: superstitious sports fan, you for sure you for sure messed that up. That yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's your fault. all your fault. <laughs> Shit. So, so going back to college, how was playing four years? Loyola, Loyola is Division One soccer, yeah? Correct. So how was that?
1: It was great. Um... Obviously, I came in my freshman year not really knowing what to expect. Uh, yeah. But ended up having a great freshman year. I ended up starting every game as our leading scorer my freshman year. So, obviously, wow. off to the, the right start that I wanted. Um, my sophomore year, a uh, little bit different. I played played more of a winger position. Um, what were you playing your freshman year? I was a forward my freshman year. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, so I ended up being a winger my sophomore year. I think I led an assist that year. Nice. And then we actually got a coaching change uh, to where the current coach took over, Neil Jones is his name. And uh, I just credit him a lot for my improvement. I ended up leading a scoring and was one of the top scorers in the conference my junior year. Nice. And, and were, were you back
2: playing forward again or were you? I was
1: back playing forward again. Uh back where back where I feel comfortable and uh don't have to play as much defense. Well. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell <full> set. that's <laughs> okay, he has to listen to this. So yeah, back back to forward. Uh, had a good junior year and then a solid senior year as well, and knew this this is what I wanted to do for a living. It's awesome.
4: So let's, let's that's actually an interesting point. Was it was it in college when you when you, you thought, hey, I can I can make something of this, or or was it was it earlier?
1: So officially in college is when I told myself, all right, like I can actually do it. But I've told myself and told everyone that I came in contact with growing up that I wanted to be a professional soccer player. Um, I actually wrote a book for a young author's contest and it was called the boy who went pro and I ended up winning it, uh, winning an award for it. We need a copy up. of that. Yeah, we need a copy of that. <laughs> I'm sure I can find it. My mom actually sent me a picture of it in the beginning of the year. When she was awesome. cleaning stuff up around the house. So, so, do, so it, it's, it exists still and it's, it's in its full form. So yeah, it's,
2: we need we need a picture of that to frame on the wall. Get a get a signed copy of uh, of Brian Beeman's book.
1: Right, I'll see what I can do. Talk was to my a, publisher.
2: Was that a, was that seven year old you? Ten year old you?
1: Um, I think I was in the first grade when I wrote that. Oh, I so can. you knew pretty early. Yeah, it was something I wanted to do immediately.
2: Nice, very nice. Now, were you growing up? Were you always an attacker, or where were
1: you like playing on the field? Did anyone ever try to stick you in the goal? I've played it everywhere on the field. Um. Growing up I was predominantly a central midfield player um, when I actually got to high school I started as a stopper and center back is how we played we played two different formations and I either played stopper or center back very bizarre yeah I've, um,
2: I've definitely never seen you uh in the back line so that's. I was, funny, I was gonna say is, I've never
4: seen you play defense so I, I, wasn't,
2: Ouch, I wasn't gonna right. go there I saw him track back <laughs> quite a bit against Oakland especially <laughs> yeah I'd try. <laughs> but matt throwing zingers
1: yeah that's tough but no nah, anyway uh did that and then finally went back to the central midfield and or attacking position um between as a 10 or a 9 and that's what i played for the most part in college with the exception of some winger thrown in and i actually signed my first pro contract as a six with, really with puerto rico fc as a six as a six so i was i was there on trial um Wait, so how do,
2: you, how do you, right before you talk about being yeah. on trial, how do you end up on trial at, at Puerto Rico FC? Was that weird? Like-
1: so it was interesting. I had a very odd path. Um, so obviously the draft and all the leagues and all that stuff were in the winter, yeah. and I wanted to make sure I finished school and at least got my degree. So even though I was pursuing different teams, I was in the back of my mind, I felt like I wasn't fully, fully committed to it because I knew I still had a semester that I wanted to finish. Granted, I could have gone back and finished it, but at the time, I, was, I didn't want to lose the flow of things. So went to a couple of trials. Nothing came of it. Uh, so that's the spring of my senior year. Obviously, I have to then wait another full rotation to the next winter until teams start playing again. So in order to keep training and living in Chicago, where I knew pretty much everyone that I needed to know in order to keep training and working out with my strength coach and whatnot, uh, I took a bar job in downtown in the city and was basically just bar back, served, bounced, bartended a little bit, did whatever they needed me to do and That's to awesome. pay bills. And then typical day I'd wake up at about six, go work out. Then I'd go straight to training in the suburbs, come back and then go work at the bar until 2 AM. And that was pretty much a day Oof. to day things. Wow. And, every now and then i would call my strength ride. coach and, and tell him, Hey, can we push it back like 30 minutes? Like I, <laughs> it was, it was a later shift tonight. Like <laughs> it's kind of brutal. So yeah, pretty much did that. Uh, when there were times I couldn't get a ride to training, I had to basically find my own spot to, to train, which leads to kind of a funny story where I had cops looking for me for a while cause I was kicking around in a, a parking garage. Mm. Which is right next to my apartment. And that was how I got out of the Chicago snow when I needed somewhere to train. So I would just go in the parking garage, kick around against a wall, get my touches in, all that. And <laughs> security got called on me on countless occasions to the point where I had, there were patrol cars starting to go around. And if they saw me, it was an immediate, I got to get out of there. <laughs>
2: no, and so no broken windows though.
1: No broken windows. It was all, all good. I like to think that my touch was under control. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: you had, at least there was something like on the line there, right? Cops and uh, and or a broken window. You're like, "All right, I better make this touch good." Exactly. Make it count. Exactly. I had
1: to I had to show the cop when he was coming up, "Look, I I know what I'm doing here." <laughs> so, did that and then finally got to uh, the time where uh trials were happening again. Started going to a couple of open tryouts because I don't have an agent or anything and never have, and that's the whole situation. So, uh went to a couple open tryouts, had some bites, was in a preseason, uh, actually with Rio Grande Valley in the USL. Um, thought I did decently well. And then obviously they're paired with Houston Dynamo. They called down a handful of guys from their first team. Next thing I know, I'm getting called in the office and they say, go home. And at this point it is late February and teams are already pretty much getting everything together. Um, I went home and my mom and I were looking at just any tryouts or anything that I could find, um, and basically I found Puerto Rico was starting in the second half of the NASL season, and it was the last team essentially here. Yeah, and went to Bradenton IMG Academy where they hosted oh. their their tryout. So made it made it a little easier. So yep. I went went down there for just completely open tryout. I uh, was there for three days, and how I became as a six was on the second day I was there as a 10 predominantly the whole tryout and got hurt going up for a header and just kind of like tweaked it with my ankle or my knee, something like that came out. And obviously I'm thinking to myself, like I can't sit out. I got to go back in. So I just told one of the center backs, I go push up to midfield, push the six up to the 10. I'm playing center back. And, did well, I guess. And the coach came up and and asked, hey, "Have you ever played as a six before?" And I was like, "I can." So play. He he asked me to stay <laughs> you ask, another. You
2: didn't you didn't answer. Yes, I have. <laughs> you said, "Yes, I can." I can.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was it wasn't lying. <laughs> so <laughs> so he he told me, "All right, well, well we have guys coming invited in for another three four days. Can you stay? We want you to try out as a six. So uh, Stayed another three four days as a six. We had a couple of friendlies against some local clubs." scored a couple of goals from the 6 from the both headers nice yeah. <laughs> so did did well and got my first offer and obviously ended up taking that so ended up in Puerto Rico my first year now did you end up playing the 6 for Puerto Rico i played everywhere there uh subbed in on my debut as a winger played as on both wings played as a forward 10 8 6 so yeah Pretty I, much everywhere. I
2: saw some highlights <laughs> of you from Puerto Rico, and I and I remember you being looking like you were playing the ten in the highlights I saw. It looked like mm. you were uh, doing a lot of attacking, which I would assume. Okay, let's back up a little bit. How was playing number one on? I guess kind of sort of an expansion team, or whatever you want to call it, but also playing for a Carmelo Anthony owned say, team in Puerto Rico. I was going to ask
0: you if you ever got to meet Carmelo.
1: I've got to meet him on handful of occasions. That's sick. And he actually this. This is what I thought pro soccer was going to be like. I'll tell you this. My <laughs> friend, this is what I thought. So obviously you see on Instagram all these guys. You got Ronaldo on his his private yacht and all these big-time footballers over in Europe who were making millions. They're living the life. So that's what, that's what I see. So I go, and it's my now my debut, and my debut was on my birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, great birthday. And on top of that, since it was the first game in the history of the club – Carmelo Anthony was there, did the coin toss, talked to our team and everything before the game, talked to us after the game. And so that night I'm planning, we're all going to go to this, this nightclub. It's the top club on the Island. Our whole team is going to go and all to celebrate my birthday. So before that, we're getting ready. My, my family's in town. We're at the casino, just kind of playing some games there. And finally I'm, I'm off to the club and my buddy calls me and he says, he's like, Brian, where are you? Like, we're looking for you. It's like I'm on my way what's up he goes we got a surprise so I hang up I walk in and next thing I know it's it's Mello, his brother and a couple of his other buddies that he came on the trip with And he walks up and he's like Brian I heard it's your birthday we're gonna make it a good one for you no worries. oh no <laughs> so we are at the top of <laughs> the top of the the club the overlooks the dance floor our own little private table uh, they have security there so like no one can really get to us uh, we have Magnum bottles with Dom Pérignon and 1892 Don Julio, and Woo! he hands me a, a a nice Puerto Rican cigar, and oh man, that that's wow. what I that's what I thought pro life was. <laughs> <laughs> you were, you, you were like, hey mom, I made it. <laughs> I thought I made it, <laughs> but no, it it was it was awesome. So he he's he's a tremendous dude. Um, it was obviously a great guy. At that he didn't have to do any of that. And actually, uh, I knew some of the people that worked there, and they were they were telling me. That normally, whenever he comes in, he wants to be as discreet as possible. And he's like, he told them to do the sparklers and be as over the top as possible just for your birthday. Oh, <laughs> that's so, so cool! Yeah. So that's fantastic. Met him there. Met him in the Puerto Rican Day Parade in New York City. We were in the parade with him. Um, so that was the whole team was the whole team. Wow! So, so he was actually the king of the parade that year. Oh, very cool! So our whole team was in the the float right behind him.
2: Did they did they fly everybody in to mm-hmm. New York? Yeah. That's so we cool. We went there.
1: We played an exhibition game against the Puerto Rican national team. Oh, very cool. And then ended up going in the parade, which was wow. unbelievable. Yeah, how did that game go? We won. We won that game. Yeah. <laughs> I was I
2: wasn't going to say I mean, Puerto Rico doesn't have a real strong national team. True.
1: Uh, although they're they're working on it. Um, there's been there's going to be a lot yeah. of redevelopment
4: with the uh there's with a lot the, of, the National League down there now.
1: Yeah, there's a lot a lot of money getting pumped into it now. Uh, just saw that FIFA and some other things were were pumping some money into the program, so Hopefully, they'll, they'll have a nice turnaround. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind playing for them. I am eligible. <laughs> Are you? I am. Is that because you were there? Because I was there for two years. So <laughs> All
2: right. Yes. So, so you, I am
1: eligible. I would absolutely love to, to make a cat for the national team.
2: Future Puerto Rican <laughs> national team player Brian Beeman here. You heard it first. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. That get hilarious. that out. I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> uh, we, can, uh, we can do some Instagram tagging, and all 300 followers will uh, definitely get excited about it. <laughs>
1: what, what, that, that's That works. What were the
0: logistics <laughs> like when uh, being a team in Puerto Rico, were playing in the
1: NASL? difficult uh obviously we had to fly everywhere yeah um took a couple road trips where did he take you on his private jet no (laughs) i wish (laughs) it would be nice but no we obviously had to fly like i said everywhere and then um the worst was when we had to go to edmonton i was gonna say (laughs) it's about an 18 19 hour day Ooh, not fun just in travel right and actually my second year i wasn't on the trip and i had to fill in for an injury and fly solo to edmonton for 18 hours and then um, play the next day and then go well then then i then i got to train the next day at least and then play so i had a day buffer but whoo talk about a boring day i had to download a lot of shows on my ipad so how
2: (laughs) how early like if if so if you're i assume training let's say you have a saturday game you're training in puerto rico for the first four days and then flying out on like thursday or wednesday how does that
1: work so depending where it was we would fly we always flew at least to where we could train the day before okay at wherever we were so um if it was further away like in edmonton we would probably travel on like a wednesday Hmm. rather than go on sometimes thursday if we got there like thursday morning so that we could still train friday but it it just kind of depended um However, if if you're listening
0: to this and you hear an ice cream truck in the background, that is a legit ice cream truck that's that been going that through my is neighborhood. neighborhood. <laughs> ice cream truck. You just want to stop and get snow cones or... I'm down. I'm down. Sorry, Bomb pops. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs>
2: No, but keep going. So you would, you would arrive and you would train for a day. And then I guess they, you said they strung together. some. Sometimes you may play a Tuesday-Saturday a Tuesday, type of thing. Or would it be Saturday-Saturday, but you wouldn't go back to Puerto yeah, Rico? Yeah, sometimes
1: it would be Saturday-Saturday. I remember specifically there was a time we played Oklahoma City when it was Rio-OKC. Mm. And hey. we left then. I think we stayed the next day in Oklahoma City and trained. And then flew to somewhere else, to I think Minnesota.
2: Oh, nice!
1: Yeah, and played like three days later from there. So it was. It was, we had a couple. Obviously, it was a little bit bizarre. Yeah, but we had to just pretty much make. Yeah, just st- you had to
0: string together road games. Right, so I'm sure. Yeah. That's that's pretty crazy. Speaking of Rio OKC,
2: how was going and playing on that turf again? <laughs> Out in is, Oakland.
1: This is the third time and third team that I've played on that turf. So Rio OKC, and then the Cosmos yeah. took it.
2: Forgot about
0: that part. Yeah. Forgot so about this that is the part. Thir- I Wait, what? Is that all... That's all the same... same turf. All the exact same turf. The same squares that yep. they lay down for each game? No. No way. <laughs> really? That's crazy. Ryo yeah. was first, right? Ryo was first. Yep. And, and then, then the Cosmos took the it. The Cosmos took it at Coney Island. And now it's in Oakland.
2: So mm-hmm. the Cosmos had a... And I would love to actually hear about the... Co- did you play in Coney Island? I did. So... I want. I would love to hear about that setup because I, I never got to go up there for that, but I heard that was actually a pretty cool setup. But Jay, basically, what happened is Rio OKC went out of business. I mean, they pulled the plug, and right. so that turf, all a lot of their assets got sold off because they were. It wasn't clear if they, the team was actually in bankruptcy or just pretending like they were, kind of thing. But basically, yeah. the the parent club just was done. And also got, they got relegated. relegated, right? Yeah. <laughs> but they were done paying the bills of Rio OKC. Is what I'm trying to say. So they like everyone was coming after them, so they sold. Lot of the stuff, and the, one of the things they sold was the turf, and that turf went to Coney Island, and then it, it's also now Oakland Roots. Dude, that is a turf w-
3: well-traveled
0: turf. Yeah, it it's, is. it's it's been it's everywhere. Pieces of
4: turf, basically the most quintessential part of American lower division
0: soccer. It, it's, it's that's one of those so stories.
4: It's definitely up there. But that's how, insane. How was it? The Cosmos were <laughs> involved. Teams are dying. It's switched it switched you, sides every year are like, you like, saying the on cosmos on. killed our uh, ryo k <laughs> Oh, well, they certainly helped
0: the curse came from somewhere
2: <laughs> but how was how was Co- the coney island set up i heard it was pretty cool but i don't know if that's true
1: i thought it was very cool um just just having the backdrop of coney island in there um it was it was a baseball stadium but obviously they had the turf so you didn't realize that it was a baseball stadium in that aspect like some of these grass baseball stadiums you can they just put sod over the dirt, whereas this one, at least, it was a full covered soccer field. And so. the turf was all right? Yeah, it, it's not bad. It it takes some getting used to, because it's a little bit spongier, obviously, because it's, it's on top of things. Yeah. But uh, the turf itself, it's, it's not bad.
2: Nice. Yeah, w- w- I was hoping when, when they came to Nisa and... Um, in the prior iteration and in, in the Members Cup and whatever else, I was hoping they might end up back at Coney Island mm-hmm. because it one well, number one the road trip be really fun, um, but number two like it just seemed like they were finally selling some tickets again, developing a fan base. It seemed like like not not they don't have a fan base, but it's hard when you're moving home grounds every year, or every yeah, two years. Right. Well, like, and
4: playing on Long Island just it's just so far. Away oh yeah, from. when we
2: we made the trip, it's rough. We made the trip. We stayed in Brooklyn and we made the trip out to Long Island and it took us. I mean, we left. It was the whole like. I think we left three or four hours for a kickoff just to make sure we made it. We made it in plenty of time, but like it was a f- solid hour and a half to get out there. Now, now I'm not saying we did the most efficient way. There may be a way that's more efficient, whatever else. But it was not super simple. Yeah. I see why people don't want to make that trip. Yeah, and we took an we took trains out to a certain place. Then we took an Uber in.
3: Hmm.
4: I think I think um, I've I've been told that they were working on uh, some contracts with some various local more like in the city colleges before COVID hit. Huh. And uh, kinda, and and everything, like yeah. like how New Amsterdam was supposed to play at Fordham before. Where they
2: where's New Amsterdam playing now?
4: They're in some yeah, uh, they're both but, in the same place, yeah, I think. They're I think well, no, uh Cosmos are still at Mitchell oh, on they? Long Island. Okay. And uh New Amsterdam is playing in in uh, somewhere in the Hudson Valley.
0: The correct answer is Finley Stadium on Saturday. That's uh, true. But n- okay, interesting, Hopefully. dude. I'm That's never, I'm there. never gonna be able to watch an Oakland game and and like, see it not again. Jay's Jay yeah. just been sitting over. I'm his mind dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. This is the yeah. beautiful
2: thing about you having been less like steeped yeah, yeah, yeah. in like. So Matt and I like we, we have, to learn little nuggets. You get to learn these things. I'm and surprised I,
0: with the viewers. I'm yeah. just, I'm or just the really, viewers, the listeners. Oh my God. I'm
2: really happy to to experience you experiencing some of these like crazy so things funny. for the first time. It's, it's quite fun.
0: That's <laughs> just mind blowing to think about a surface. You know what right. I mean? Yeah.
2: Like, it's crazy. And uh, another, the other thing <laughs> I mi- like, completely unrelated, uh, I can't wait till we have the MPSL back. Not for us, just for. Yet, I was, I was going to
4: say, there. Hey, where are you going with this? I'm going <laughs> that to, could have been bad. The,
2: the That's So NPSL <laughs> segment that we used to do that was so much fun. So we used to have a segment when the NPSL was going that we would take some crazy thing, usually in the NPSL, but sometimes but just in soccer in general, yeah. and hashtag it That's So NPSL and share it. So uh, we have not had enough craziness in the soccer world, that we could probably go back to doing some stuff now that stuff's back. But the NPSL is <laughs> a, a treasure trove of insanity. Hey,
4: speaking of, uh, where would you play after Puerto Rico?
1: So I was in Puerto Rico for two seasons. Uh, after that, I played in Jacksonville for the Jacksonville Armada. And we, I signed there as NASL folded. So we played in the MPSL actually. So that was my one taste of MPSL action. So at least you signed into, and we actually talked
2: about this exact thing with Fuller last, last week. He, that conference was three NASL, well, essentially three. It was two NASL teams and the Miami Fusion who were, or Miami United, excuse me, Miami United, who it was may as well have been may a may as well have been an NASL team, <laughs> right? Yeah. So like, you, at least you had some high level competition, but the NPSL can be rough, as I'm sure you experienced going to places like Boca and
1: wherever. It- oh my God, I thought I thought <laughs> I broke my neck in Boca. That was that was brutal. Um, yeah, that. That might be the worst pitch I've ever played on. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? I, if you're talking about just overall pitch, that was the worst I've ever played on. Is it grass or it's, is it? Dirt, it's grass. It's just
0: not well manicured. Well, not taken care if of you of. want to call
1: it, it's dirt. Gotcha. <laughs> that, <laughs> did they have? Lo- did they have locker rooms? They did have locker rooms. Um, oh, okay. So I'll you're, give, you're ahead of Georgia. I'll, I'll give them there. that. Yeah, they did have locker rooms. However, the, it was like a high school, older football field. That they decided to just make into the soccer field and oh my god. It, it was one of those that if you if I tried to pass it from me to you Might it, not make it 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 would probably bounce over
3: there. <laughs> so, <laughs> that
0: yeah. that sounds a lot like Keyworth <clears throat> Stadium before they finally put in new turf. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um In in Jacksonville, did you possibly meet Santiago Moore? play I with Santi did not he's a CFC alum oh, okay. a played here for he was playing he was playing for
4: us that season
0: was he okay I know he went okay. after so it was, I guess it was after they jumped down from the NASL but yeah shout out Santi also was
2: no that would have been the year after uh, Leo DeSmit was there oh yeah Leo yeah I didn't, no yeah. Leo played in 2016 come home yeah. Leo yeah that would have been the or maybe two years for that because they dropped yeah he played for their in the NPSL yeah. for their reserve team um, and he was uh, he was on contract with their uh we're talking we're talking team. about two thousand eighteen. Yeah, right twenty eighteen. Gotcha. So after did
1: you play one season at Jacksonville? I just played one season there and then uh Were they, you a six again? I was up top. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was back up top. Uh, so yeah, played played there the one season, then ceased operations uh with their professional side. So ended up with two clubs now that have ceased operations, which what? How do, how does that go? Like, do S- they swear <laughs> to God we're gonna sell do you they-
4: tomorrow if we have to? Do hey, club. <laughs> last last
1: club's still
2: running. Don't worry. <laughs> did they? Did they? Do they just walk in one day and say, "Hey, everybody, thanks"? Like, I mean, and you've done it in two different clubs, so I assume you have a little more insight on.
1: So with Puerto Rico, the hurricanes just devastated everything. Sure. Um, yeah. So it, I mean, it just didn't make sense, really. To have the team there especially didn't have electricity right there's no electricity uh in most of the island water in a good amount of parts of the island um a lot of people got up and left either because they had to or just because they wanted to get out beforehand um the stadium that we played in was actually owned by the city of Bayamon and was destroyed Mm. and in a place where there's not clean water and electricity at the time the stadium is the least of their concern yeah sure so it, that one was one of those where as soon as the hurricane hit everyone kind of saw the writing on the walls anyway
2: and were you back here like stateside or were, did you weather literally weathered the storm there
1: so <clears throat> i got out my two roommates were still there they didn't get enough a flight in time holy shit so they couldn't get out because flights were canceling left and right and i remember my flight taking off and I swear I still have PTSD whenever I hear little sirens go off because I could hear the the storm sirens as our plane was taken off. No way. <gasps> wow. It's terrifying. Dang,
0: that's insane. So, luck- you're like, I'm flying into a hurricane.
1: Right. So luckily got out, um, and I was actually fortunate enough. I flew into Orlando. and was supposed to fly from Orlando then to Buffalo and to St. Louis. And that was just the only flight that I could get out in time. Hmm. And when I got into Orlando, there was a flight to St. Louis – and I called the plane company, explained to them I was like this is what this is literally what I'm doing. I run away from a hurricane. Let just let me get home. And they were nice enough to fix it and change it, so I ended up just being able to fly back a lot sooner. So I, I just weathered the storm back home. Um, uh, I like I said, my roommates were stuck there, um. So obviously I couldn't really keep in touch with them much because there was no electricity or anything to, to talk to them. Luckily they ended up being okay. Um, uh, and then we got a call saying that all right. We're all gonna end up meet. We're gonna meet in Orlando, and that's where we're gonna be based for the next month of the season. That's how we finished our season. We had two I see, mansions. I seem to remember that. Yeah, two mansions essentially. Oh, so you weren't living in a hotel? Yeah. No. Not in a hotel. It was eleven. It was a, like eleven bedroom and twelve bedroom Woo. house, and that's how, that's how we set it up. And so we just all lived there and played our games, all either road games or neutral sites. Yeah, it was it was bizarre. So not that
0: totally, one... but in a way, that's so NPSL. That is a little NPSL, yeah. yeah. That's, Except that's, not that's, a mansion, just like a three-bedroom house. With...
4: It's extremely NASL, though.
2: Yeah, 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 that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Also, thank goodness your owner was Carmelo Anthony with millions of dollars as opposed to Correct. some Joe Schmo that... That is true. I mean, I don't know how much he had to spend, but I'm guessing uh, it probably wasn't... Uh, it was probably mostly out of his pocket. I
1: would I would think that he had to put in a pretty penny just based on how we had to operate from then on. Yeah. So, yeah, so that that one, we saw the writing on the walls. Jacksonville, obviously, once the NASL folded, we dropped to NPSL. You kind of saw the writing on the walls there. There, was, there were talks internally of, like, maybe we're going to end up joining whatever new league pops <laughs> up at the time, which nothing did. And they're like, either join that or USL. No one really had any idea. So, again, kind of saw the writing on the walls. And then... Ended up where I was last year in Madison in the the good old USL. Yeah. So how
4: was so talk about a little bit about Ford Madison because is an inaugural team that year. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, very very popular. Uh, a unique brand, as we as we call American soccer teams now, also a fun um, brand. Like they're yeah, like they're yeah. they're they're, oh, yeah. they're fun. They're they're out there. Um, we get to
2: hang out with some of their fans at yeah. one point at a tailgate. So like they seem really like really cool people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and their whole online presence is just like and I and I say fun in the best possible way. Like everything's like it's it's lighthearted and it's making fun of themselves, but in a good way. And you just you can't hate them.
4: It's 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 a true. I mean, it, it reminds me a lot of of, of a team like Chattanooga FC, mm-hmm. just just from Madison, which makes a lot of sense because, you know, they were originally supposed to be in NISA, back oh, when we were originally supposed to be in NISA. Okay. Yeah, before th- before MPSL Pro was almost a, not a
1: thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, I I do definitely see some similarities, especially with like with you guys, the some of the Chattahoochee I've got to meet, um, versus some of the Flock members, and I know some of the Flock members are owners here. Yeah, um, and yeah, they're, they're all, they're all tremendous people. So
0: you have like slight flashbacks when you look at our goalkeeper now, I was, uh, I was going to make a similar <laughs> joke. Yeah. <laughs> brought the Hummel jerseys with you.
1: Yeah. Uh, then you have the <laughs> colors did, mixed in. I did make a joke that I was just like, I guess I'm going to be a Hummel athlete now, which, Hey, Hummel, If you hear this, Shout I'm, I don't have a sponsorship. Hey, <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I love, I love the chevrons. Like they're. <laughs> They're fantastic. And also, I love every, pretty much every kit they've ever done. Like, for Ford Madison, I mean. They have, like, they're, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're sick. They're so,
4: they're fun. They don't, they don't take themselves too seriously, but they're sharp. And
1: how was, how was that field they played at? Is it Breeze, Breezy? Breeze Stevens? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's actually a historical landmark, which is kind of cool. Oh. Old baseball stadium. <laughs> yeah. Fun okay. fact. Old baseball stadium, old track was there. Jesse Owens ran there. So yeah, there's there's another Don't, little fun fact. Nice, uh, but yeah, the the turf itself was it was okay. Um, obviously, there were so many things going on in the stadium. We were there'd be football games or they Munici- have a bodega stadium. going on or a concert or something, and so sometimes it got a little bit frustrating just because we'd maybe had to train somewhere else for the day or um, they'd be cleaning stuff up, so we were limited or it'd be kind of matted a little bit. Uh, so that part was a little bit frustrating but in the end of the day like the setup for it was incredible and then we had tremendous support as well so the game game days were a blast
2: yeah was it does do they have a
1: a um, tradition of tailgating like is that or do they go to the bar first like how does that work they normally have an official tailgate bar that they would go to and then from there would all march in as we were warming up nice nice
2: every I mean everybody does their thing differently so I was curious what they
1: yeah you know you'd always hear them walk across the street from the bar and then <laughs> they'd sit in front of the plaza before they walked in and start a couple of chants and you just you heard them you knew they were coming they'd march yeah. on in it was cool
2: some pictures I saw it looks it looks like a sweet place what do you remember what the capacity was ballpark about 5,000 no yeah, pun intended just, on, just the ball perf- yeah. on the ballpark yeah. park. hey yeah. I see what you did there <laughs> that's perfect like 5,000 yeah. seats is
4: 45 45 to 5 somewhere in there
1: yeah so good so good so and then you were
2: also playing attacker
4: this time
1: as well? Yeah. I was I was uh a forward or a winger, predominantly. So yeah.
4: I'm just I'm just trying to think right now if uh if I've ever seen if I've ever seen Fuller have one of those charts up with you as a six, uh just as a joke.
2: I mean he might have if he ever listens to this podcast. <laughs> Hey, it depends. Whatever works. Actually, all that matters <laughs> is, is does he trust Brian to be disciplined and stay in the middle? It Doesn't actually matter what you do from there. You're just not allowed to move. <laughs> that works. Be that a, works.
4: Be, be an actual pivot that just, <laughs> just turn, turns the body but never moves.
1: Just start watching Pirlo videos now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there, there, you could do worse. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly.
0: So you were there for uh, one season before Madison.
1: Yep. So I was just there the inaugural inaugural season, and then now I'm, I'm here. So. so
0: ha-
4: Okay, you, you're, you're going to ask the same thing I am, so you could just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so how'd
1: you end up here
2: at Chattanooga Football Club?
1: Um, I was basically just trying to see a bunch of different clubs. Obviously, I was a free agent, so uh, reached out to a bunch of different places. Um, saw NISA was officially forming, um, was interested in some of these teams. Obviously, the NISA, it reminded me a little bit of NASL, just from the whole independent aspect of things and Mm -hmm. uh i I, obviously i enjoyed the nasl that's where i started my career so i started looking at at clubs here and chattanooga fc was one that i remember that kind of stood out to me especially whenever we'd come play against like the other team here in chattanooga uh we would show up to the airport, and we'd have all these people just walking up to us, and are like, oh, you better kick their ass. Like, this is CFC's city. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was just random people, and of course, we had no idea, so yeah. we're just like, all right, so this is this is how this city works. It's, <laughs> it's blue, and it's CFC.
2: <laughs> yes, it is. So
1: yeah. uh, I remember that. Obviously, I've, I've heard tremendous things about the support. Um, like, it's, it's no secret in the soccer world that the supporters here have just been incredible and breaking records for attendance and all that and then finally um Jeremy Allenball who I, I know really really well he was actually my club coach growing up for the academy days and we've kept in contact he he's been tr- he was tremendous and helped me progress as a player and has helped me along the way uh as well and so we'd always like keep in contact and everything and I I shot him a text about uh and congratulating him on getting the job here and we were talking and came up about wanting to play here and he just he forwarded my info to, to fuller and get, got a call from fuller and invited me in for the couple day trial that we had performed well and got offered so ended up here it was it was one of those where uh, I got back home and it, I remember thinking to myself like this is it, it was already a cool city I really liked things were run i liked how you guys were even at our our uh our tryout just mr pancakes grilling out with pancakes and everything and i was like this is this is truly a, a city-owned team uh so i liked all those aspects again like i said i liked i liked fools and his mindset and just realized that this was a place that i wanted to be
0: hell yeah
2: Yeah very cool so then you get you get here in wh- when did you come in do you remember was it
1: the fir- the second week of February, I think I got here like thirteenth or fourteenth.
2: Start training. Like we go out to Oakland. How was, how was that? How was the first? I mean, like that's you guys played some closed friendlies, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but skipping past those since we didn't get to be there, so they don't matter, right? <laughs> uh, no, skipping past those to the first <laughs> pro game, right? Mm-hmm. Out in Oakland. How was that?
1: Oh, uh, first first of pro all, game for us, obviously, yeah. not for you. I, obviously, you could tell guys were buzzing. Um, we the whole trip. There was a lot of energy, especially that the, the training session the day before. We were we taking the crap out of each we, other. We were sharp. The ball was moving. Everything was looking good. Uh, so we all just had a feeling that we were going to at least get a result the next day. And then when we showed up and saw a, a packed house of I don't know how many people, and their atmosphere was also incredibly amazing. Uh, you could just kind of thrive off of that as well. Yeah. Getting that goal early was was massive. Obviously it wasn't the way we ended, but in the end it's it was a tie on the road in front of a pretty harsh atmosphere. Yeah. And it's it's one of those that if you wrote it up in the beginning you'd say, All right, I'm happy with that. Yeah. But the way that we had played and it obviously it felt like a loss. But yeah. looking back it was, it was a solid first that's result. how
4: that's how most of us justified it. Uh yeah. And and how like, you know, sometimes sometimes you, you, you get a gold nick back. At the end of a game mm-hmm. and it's a draw or whatever and you're you're so you're so mad. Right. Oh, I was still mad. Uh, but there but then there are other times where you remember that a a draw going in you can sleep well at yeah. night. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, like as right. a little bit
2: of time passes, like you you mm-hmm. realize that if you offered me one one draw before the game, as, as you just said, like you take it ten yeah. times out of ten, you say, cool, great, sounds great. Right. It's just like you said, losing it how losing that lead how we did, but also you get beat by an MLS player who happens mm-hmm. to be playing at this level, like. Right And and two, you know, two subpar plays from two players. Like, it just, shit happens. Yeah.
1: Right. I and, mean, like... That's the game in a nutshell. Yeah. Also, like, it's... That's why you play the game. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, from that, though, like, obviously, we came back and we looked at how positive different moments were in that game. And then, obviously, you take it as a learning tool. And we had some slip-ups that led to a goal that cost us two points, and you learn from it. So... Yeah. Yeah. So two, then, point,
0: two points that, unfortunately, didn't really... We didn't really which,
1: <laughs> which <laughs> now looking back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were right. so close <laughs> to
0: winning the league in the spring.
2: <laughs> we were. <laughs> Man, yeah. Except for those other teams that played two games, assholes. <laughs>
0: Um, shout out, well, shout but out the, to, point,
4: the points per game would have mattered a lot had we. Uh, this is not the MPSL. <laughs> shout out!
0: Shout out to Oakland though. They had. They had. Uh, I think I've talked about this on here before. Maybe not. They wait, had wait the, Peter the Grou- Pearson? No, they had the Grouch and Mers rapping before the game. Oh, really? And if you understand un- a little bit of underground Oakland rap, they're really awesome, really lyrical, like artistic dudes. And I remember hearing that at the brewery and being like, I freaking know who they are, and I'm pissed. And then all over their Instagram, they were posting it, and I was like. That would have been cool.
1: Oh, in addition to that, they had a DJ playing only hyphy music and Oakland music, so that was cool. We, yeah, they were all about we the came fizzle out, there. We came out to Dame Dalla. That was kind of dope. Uh wow. they, play, they had E40 came on right when we were doing the starting lineup. That's so amazing. Blow the whistle when the game ended. Oh, it was great. So, <laughs> yeah, I the love... Ba-
0: the Bay.
2: I was so... That, that game <coughs> ended up being on Sunday. Am I remembering that right? No, uh, I think I think It was Saturday. There was some reason I couldn't because I wanted to fly out there for that game. I can't remember why I didn't why I couldn't do it. It was it was something about because travel schedule. Because
3: you were
4: in Portland, maybe that's what it was.
2: Yeah, you. Oh, that yeah. was what it was. I didn't get yeah. to watch it with you. You guys. were in yeah, Portland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I was in Portland. That's why it was. And if I would have known that we were going to get a pandy, I might have, you know, I might have, you know, made a dis- different choice. No, I was uh I was on I forgot, I was on my phone in a in a whiskey library. Actually, that started my bourbon kick of the last 6 months.
0: Interesting. That's hilarious. Well, look looking back on other clubs that you've played and then uh, played for and then, you know, uh the one game and then uh the um independent cup etc how does cfc compare to some of the clubs you know like what is the the overall like vibe and ideology compared to
1: uh for starters i can say this is one of the more tight-knit teams that i've been a part of still um yeah i I couldn't say a a single negative thing about a player on our on our team which it's it's a that's a rarity in in the soccer world especially when guys just come in and want to just do their thing and get out. Um, You can, you can tell that there's, there's a lot of uh, like pride behind what everyone does here. And I think that honestly roots with the guys that have been here and kind of understand where it's been traditionally. Um, And yeah, it's a, it's definitely a a little bit different, but uh, definitely, definitely something that's a positive thing for us. It's awesome.
4: All right. So we stopped with the Oakland game. (laughs) because <laughs> the whole pandy. is that what we're calling yeah. it now. It's got a pandy. We're pandy. referring pandy. we're referring we got, to we a, a global pandy. pandemicism. Let's let's I don't want to I don't want to take a lot of time on the pandemic and mm-hmm. and the downtime. Uh because we've actually played some soccer. You played pretty well during that soccer. So I want to get to that quickly. But <laughs> like, if you like, played
2: poorly, he wasn't going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, correct. Yeah, that would that would have been
4: unfortunate. <laughs> but like, like what do you like what like, would you do during your in your downtime besides watch Netflix and just Running. Like,
1: did you stay here? Did you go somewhere? I was here the entire quarantine. Uh myself and Cam Woodfin were the, the two that wrote it out. <laughs> so, oh okay. shout Cam, out. Cam. Shout yeah, out Cam. Shout out Cam. So yeah, we uh Did he make wa- you watch anime? No, thankfully. He, <laughs> he he understand he understands both him and my roommate Clay are both are both big into anime and but they understand that like that it's not it's just not for me. So they'll have their conversations and I'll just look and they're like, yeah, this is what you're talking about. All right, I'll see myself out. <laughs>
0: that's how that's how we were cuz we had Cam on one podcast and literally the podcast right after Clay was on. And for both of those podcasts, it was just me and uh, our co-host Smitty, and Smitty loves anime. Oh, so they okay. would talk about it and go off and they'd be like, y'all done? Right. <laughs> is it safe to rejoin the conversation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah cuz uh, I was checked out.
1: It's so well well over my head. Uh but yeah, no, we did watch a lot a lot of Netflix, played a lot of uh a foot volley. We have a little beach volleyball court in our apartment complex. Um handful of hikes. Nice. Man. Uh I got I had a weird TikTok phase for a while. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> But I outgrew it. Oh no! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> All
2: right, guys. Uh, someone go find Brian's TikTok, and uh, you can have a fa- you can have a phase as long as you grow out of it. Yeah, exactly. Then you're good. Hey, you can right. you can do whatever you want, man. That's you're a true. Gr- you're a grown man. That is true. Don't let producer Jay keep you down. <laughs>
1: hey, I saw Lewandowski doing TikTok, so if he can do it. I, I guess I can. You I definitely guess. can. <laughs> what was
4: the What was the favorite show you watched during quarantine?
1: Hmm. Either the last season of Ozark or Dexter. Dexter took up had, most of my time. Had you not mind. watched you Dexter you, before? I'd never seen you it. You went all the way through? I did. I will Love say that show. I will say I was very, very disappointed in how it ended. As you should me too, be. Me too. As you should be. Yeah. yeah, we've had this conversation before. Yeah. Yeah. I it did. was I was very upset. People had kind of warned me, but like <laughs> people talk all the time, so I just ignored it. But yeah, I was I was a little pissed. But well, the, f-
2: the first four or five seasons of that show though are, are so good. It's yeah, like Ozark for five seasons, basically. I mean. Right. All
0: I, of all of my wife's friends. One time we went to where my wife is from. My mom happens to be from there too. We have a lot of friends. We were at a party, and um, these girls that my my wife was friends with, they all came up to me. It was like four of them. They were like, "Your dad looks just like the ice cream truck killer." Oh my god, he does. He does look just like the ice cream truck killer. That's funny. So that's such a good show. But I agree, man. That's one of the worst endings I, I've ever experienced. I remember just yeah. getting up and walking away. It's
1: even it's even worse than Game of Thrones. Any, I think. <laughs> And that's oh, that's that's a topic for another day. Don't spoil yeah. me because I haven't I haven't started a game. Of I Thrones won't say anything. I've know. seen it four times. So wow, the ending or the entire series? The entire series. Oh hell yeah! yeah. All right,
4: <laughs> all right. One more, uh, one more, uh, kind of quarantine-related question. A lot of people uh, had had used the the, the quarantine time for something new like you know you'd see the, the the stories about people like making bread learning trying to learn a new language um uh, i'd used it to get in shape uh, I which was FIFA clubs back up <laughs> <laughs> so what did so like it, did you do anything like that
1: um yeah i actually bought and learned how to play an ocarina no way, really. Yeah. So you are Zelda, uh, basically. Yeah. That's, a, that's amazing.
0: Wait, <laughs> you, you learn like you can, you can like kind of like yeah. You could read a read a sheet and play a song or play by ear uh, mostly. For
1: the most part. Um. So I actually I grew up playing saxophone all through high school. Oh, sick. So I I can already read music and I played piano for about seven years before that as well. Nice. So the the reading music part wasn't wasn't the issue. It was just getting the finger the finger part right. And it, obviously it's a it's a weirder instrument. But yeah, no, it's, it's been, it's been interesting. That's
0: insane. How does that compare to, I mean, obviously like saxophones made of brass, it's a lot larger, but when you talk about like the comp, the composition of the holes that you block
1: for certain notes, it's not that different in all honesty. Really? Uh, it's, it's pretty similar from the aspect of it plays like a wood a woodwind would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that sounded weird woodwind wood. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it, it plays similarly similarly to a saxophone and all different kinds of woodwinds. So it was just basically getting the basic fingering down and then went from there. Interesting. That's so cool. <clears throat> yeah. Breezy
0: Breezy Brian plays the Ocarina. The what? <laughs> is that an Italian dance? <laughs> hey, hey,
4: Ocarina.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What?
2: <laughs> you said it's a woodwind?
1: It is, yeah. If you're all familiar right. with Zelda or even some Lord of the Rings. Yep. That's actually what got me on it is,
2: uh Wait, did, no, this wasn't Cam? Because I feel like this is something Cam would try to get you to do. When did you start
1: playing? Uh, I started playing over quarantine. I will credit Cam from the aspect of he knew I was a big Lord of the Rings nerd and into all that kind of fantasy stuff. And he sent me a video of this lady playing the song from The Hobbit on an ocarina. And... I immediately just impulse bought an <laughs> ocarina. So I, was like, I, I was like, I'm bored. This sounds really awesome. I want to learn how to play this. I'm getting one. That's
2: there's really a lot. Nice. Of, there's a lot of YouTube t- tutorials on this. Yeah, there are. So that's what your TikTok should be about. Oh God. <laughs> because there, <laughs> we'll you can see. edit. It. Here's the thing: you can edit it down, just like our podcasts are not always good, but you can edit them down to get the good parts. You know, you can just edit them down so there's short little bursts <laughs> if you plan, you'll, you'll be a, a master
1: as far as the internet knows yeah that's true it's worth a try see see how bored i get again <laughs> <laughs>
4: all right so uh i actually i changed my mind uh we're gonna talk about the independent cup and some of those games right. in a second but let's let's break up the podcast a little bit with a little some rapid fire? A little rapid fire hey right, be,
2: hey right before the rapid fire i you've i just i just remembered as i, as I took my quick break um You've taken some flack on this podcast. You probably don't know from oh, some of your compatriots oh, for for your hair and your <laughs> oh. beard. And I just want you. First of all, I want you to know you have our full support. I don't think we don't think you should cut your hair or your beard unless you want to. But nah. I was going to give you a chance to uh, respond to uh, some of those telling you to cut your hair
0: and, and your I'll, beard. I'll give Smitty a shout out because any, any every time people would bring it up, he would be like, "Do your thing, bro. Do whatever you want." <laughs> yeah, Cam seems to think you should uh, cut your hair.
3: Yeah, so does Clay. So,
1: so, do, so, so does kyle hand, so do a handful of people so, <laughs> so does, i think maybe so does eric i'm not sure probably Fools told me the other day i needed to cut it too <laughs> you should definitely not cut it oh it's growing it's i'm not touching the hair good uh the beard the beard got pretty long it got it got pretty castaway looking like over it looks like, like my much over more, quarantine oh uh, right yeah now. i i actually went i shaved into it i just decided to say screw it one time when uh it got to where I just didn't touch it for a while. Got super full and bushy, and then I got tired of it. Shaved into a goatee, rocked that yeah. for a while. <laughs> then went to a mustache, Hell rocked that yeah. for a while. Of course. Oh, I missed the stash. <laughs> yeah, and then ended up just letting it all come back. And then I'm keeping I'm keeping it at least this length. No, not much longer. I, the beard, I can't do much longer. It, it just gets annoying. But yeah, yeah, the hairs, the hairs just. It's in charge now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think you start. You should let Clay dye it. You should dye it. No, out, I'm okay. A crazy color. I'm okay. Yeah. It's all right. Oh. He's gonna come, I think he's gonna come into uh into one of these games with pink hair just randomly. <laughs> just feels like something he's gonna do. Probably. I've told him to to try a different a couple different colors. He should. He he's done blonde. Did he do gray? Yeah, and yeah. silver. Silver gray. Yeah, like I saw that. Uh yeah, I think you should do a crazy color. Anyway, go ahead with your rapid fire. Man. I just, I had this
1: thought and I was like, you know what?
2: I don't know if Brian knows. Hey, that, let uh, him
1: hate. That's all I got to say. Let him hate. <laughs> I think
2: that's the attitude to have. <laughs> Love it. Hey, we, we said as long as you keep scoring, you can do whatever you
1: want. Exactly. Yeah. We'll just let it, let it happen.
4: All right. Here's some, uh, here's some personal, some personal questions. Uh-oh. You ready for this? Yeah, Super do personal. <laughs> do you drink coffee?
1: Oh my God. I have to.
4: How do you take it? Black. Only black. Yep. only well, possible why
1: I I'm I'm gonna have it black I'm gonna have it black anytime unless I, I feel like I want to like a dessert treat and then I'll then I'll get something little like a latte or something different but otherwise just black coffee
4: black and hot
1: yeah
2: good Matthew's very, Matthew had to make sure to specify that several times because he drinks his coffee. Black and hot. That's the only. It can be 104 degrees outside, and he has a thermos, not like a cup that could cool off after a little while. A thermos is going to keep its temperature for I don't know three
1: years, and he's like <laughs> he's drinking piping hot coffee while we're outside in the sun. I'm, I'm
0: like, sweating. See, that's I the mean, thing. If it.
1: if it's if it's like a later afternoon, I've already had my necessary cups, then I might go grab an iced coffee. But if I'm if I need my necessary cups, my in the morning, necessary, cups. yeah, two two cups every that. morning, necessary, black <laughs> hot. <laughs> Matthew, how, how, many, it
2: has to go down. how many cups of coffee did you drink? Um, let's say Sunday.
4: Uh, on Sunday in the morning, I probably if, if I woke up a little. I think I woke up a little bit later uh, than than on a normal. A normal, you know, this answer is taking like way too long. <laughs> well, I'm, t- I'm trying to remember because <laughs> it's
0: way too long. Want, Smitty want, is I curling up be, and crying right now. I way. want yeah. to be was it
2: more, was it more than five or less than five in the morning.
4: Uh, define way. Like, more wh- wh- than five wh- wh- cups What is a or, cup for you?
2: Um, let's call it a 12 ounce mug full.
4: Oh, 12 times 10 or 12 ounce, you know, normal mug. I'm going to say probably a little bit less. I probably, I probably only had maybe 40, 45 ounces. Jesus. Sounds about normal.
2: Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, All right. I mean, I agree with black I agree with black coffee. For good coffee, I want it black. And for if it's subpar coffee, then I just want a little bit of cream, something to cut the acidity
0: if I it's don't, bad coffee. I don't I drink coffee, better. but Matt right now is like totally normal. But if you catch Matt in the morning and he's like, hey man, how's it going?
2: Honestly, no. <laughs> Honestly, no. He's like, he's like, hey. Yeah,
1: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you have to like if you there, see me when I'm walking in training. I'm I'm the same way. I'll, I'll I'll be one cup in and I have my thermos with my second one. Yeah, and I go to my my seat is the pretty much the furthest one away uh, from everyone. Trying to stay yep, out of yep. trying to stay out of trouble. Complete coincidence, but it works out. <laughs> and I go go to my spot and it's just one of those where I just sit there until I finish my coffee and then I'm then I can become a human.
4: Yeah, I <laughs> I I have to have one cup just to. Uh, just to remember like where the lights are. Yep. And then, and then the second cup is about becoming a functional human adult. <laughs> exactly. You, know, you uh, get it. You get and it. And then, and then that third cup, which is, is when you really get towards the, uh, like if I'm start starting to fill the Mr. Coffee thing for like eight or nine or eight, eight or 10, oh, yeah. uh, that third cup is, is where I become an actual, an actual productive member of society.
1: No, I, I totally get it.
4: Well, and then there's the afternoon cup. <laughs>
1: That's four necessary. Cups. That's necessary. You always have to have about two, three, four o'clock. That
4: I don't need much, but like just a little yeah. pick me up. Yeah, you have to. I had my pick me up last night at like nine. I had a, yeah, I
1: had I had one about three o'clock today i did too I had, an <laughs> I had an espresso this afternoon and i had one last night before our for our
2: game our pickup game our soccer game that was good oh always have to have one for a game <laughs> yeah so if you have them for the game though are you one of those people i put it this way for me if i have it like 30 minutes before the game i'm in trouble because if i get that emergency uh-oh gotta go to the bathroom from the coffee <laughs> can't have that on the field so i gotta make sure i drink that coffee like an hour hour and a half before just in case i you know gotta make a run for the uh the baño. The boner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, we we have
0: spent so much fucking time talking about coffee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jay, Jay's just think about all the edits he's gonna have to do later. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm gonna keep all that. In. I thought that was entertaining. I'm just ready to ask you the most important question you'll ever you'll ever have Ooh, been yeah. asked on this podcast. All right, bring it on. Does pineapple belong on pizza? It does. Get out.
3: Yes, good My man. Dog. Good it man. i out. I'll give you some ducks as well. Yes, good I man.
1: Actually, the last pizza I ordered, I actually had pineapple on it. So. Let's go, good man. <laughs> I think you're on a watch. We've list now. got to tally this Hawaiian barbecue chicken. My mm. dog. Oh, it sounds so good. Oh, it was
0: okay. So just a, l- a little segue. There's a place called Toto in town. I don't know if you've been. It's a sushi and oh, Japanese I have. place. It's unbelievable. So I, I know, just get like teriyaki chicken is like a standard like to go thing. I realized that they have Hawaiian teriyaki chicken with pineapple. Interesting. Slaughter fest, bro. It's so good.
1: Noted. I'll have to check that out.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I was like, pineapple, that's weird. Fuck it. I'll do it. And it ended up being absolutely incredible. Yeah. So that might be a next one. Does pineapple belong in Japanese food?
1: Matt?
4: I have no opinion about that.
1: <laughs> okay, good. I'll let you know. I'll have to find out. <laughs> <laughs> but I draw
4: the line at pizza, folks. <laughs> it's gross. Best hair on the team best hair can't 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 be yours. can't say can't be yours damn because that
1: was an obvious answer no no we've already (laughs) already. we want to take away the obvious all right that's fair uh best hair on the team i guess we'll have to say cam i feel like he has to take more like take more time to take care of that thing
2: (laughs) yeah i wonder i I, oh he i think he salad i think on his first uh his first appearance on this podcast i think he gave us some hair care tips Sounds about right. I believe that happened. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't pay attention because I'm losing mine, so. (laughs) I believe it.
0: Yeah, well, it's all leaving your head and going to your face right now.
2: It is. It is. This is probably coming off. I mean, I say probably. So I stopped shaving right before we didn't get to go to Finley because of the pandy. And now I'm going (laughs) to shave it off. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you know what? Keep it up. I laugh every time. It's actually kind of funny. (laughs) And I think I'm going to shave it off this week. Uh, I might keep the mustache. Um, Keep the stash for the the promotion right now. But you guys haven't, none of you have seen me with just the mustache. I look like a cross between um, Burt Reynolds, a 70s porn star, and a child molester, and it's not a good combination.
0: Aren't those all the same thing? I mean, (laughs) I love Burt Reynolds, dude. He's on my favorite. Deliverance, baby.
2: Also, shout out Burt Reynolds. Uh, His name is Jay. (laughs) Yeah.
3: He lives at. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um so when you're in the quarantine or any time at all and you have to run, are you a road or a treadmill kind of guy? We're not talking turf or grass. We're talking strictly like off field. Got to go get get your fitness but you can't go on the grass yeah, and I have to run. You have ah, to there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you
1: have to run. Floors right. behind you with a paintball gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, if I have to if I have to run any more than like a half mile, it's on the road. If I'm just doing sprints, then I'll just go to the treadmill. Nice, I'm a treadmill guy myself, but that's just because I'm lazy and there's hella hills in Chattanooga. <laughs> it's See, it's I true. like. I like if I'm on a run, I like hills. I just I just can't keep the treadmill pace. I lose my mind. <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, how about this? Uh, seltzer or beer? Beer. Why?
1: It's just, it's better because it doesn't suck. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot better.
4: <laughs> now. I, I will accept that answer from Brian, but you, on the other hand, Breezy, you have no room to talk here. Listen,
2: I bring the good <laughs> seltzers because there's only one. Let's <laughs> hear it. It's a mighty swell. swell. So it's actually a spritzer. Yo, so it's got ten, it's got it's 11, more more it's, juice. It's 11 percent fruit juice, so okay. it doesn't taste it. like a Lacroix. Had sex with vodka, like it tastes like something. The only no. seltzer,
1: the only seltzer that I've gotten is the Bud Light seltzer. It's the only one. That hey, I really, like. I like it's the, the only Light one I'll, I'll drink if I have to pick a seltzer.
0: I, I enjoy that one. I had that one when I was in Florida. Those those <laughs>
1: are also trash. Like,
0: I, I can't say I
1: enjoyed
4: it, but, but I've had one.
1: But obviously, Anheuser Busch is the best brewery uh, in America and maybe the world. Just <laughs> yeah. shout out to Saint Louis. Uh, <laughs> so oh, <I>, yeah, little <laughs>
2: we'll shout out there. I was I worked for Budweiser of Chattanooga for seven years. Just recently quit uh, and. It's, so for a seltzer, it's fine, but also all seltzers are trash that are just water and that's fair. alcohol. That's well, fair. Well, you said like that you, I could just drink vodka, a vodka so- tonic or a
0: vodka soda, or I could just take a shot of vodka and drink some water. Like, you know. No, I feel it. That no, right. that's, that's a fun idea. I <laughs> like the descriptions that people say where it's like drinking a seltzer is like drinking a really light beer and somebody yells orange in the next room. Yeah, <laughs> it's,
2: they're, t- they're, they're terrible. It's a good choice. If if Fuller was here, we would argue about it, but he's not here. so.
0: Yeah. Well, um, when you're in the game, do you talk trash on the field?
1: I tend to. (laughs) If
2: if the listeners can see Brian's face when Jay asked that question before he answered. That's hilarious. So uh, do people talk trash to you a lot? Oh, all the time. What is the weirdest? What's yeah weirdest thing you you can remember hearing on the field being said to you?
1: Um, it's a great question. I don't know about weird.
0: Uh, weird, funny. I'm
1: trying to think here.
0: Anything that anything that strikes you? Yeah. Uh, Unless it's like extremely vulgar. <laughs> well, the only one. I mean, yeah,
1: the only ones that I can think of are just over the top, man. Like. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, damn! You have a mother that you that you kiss with that mouth. Like, what the, <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? Like, i i have I have a language problem from time to time, and if I'm shocked, that's saying something. <laughs> so, so, what are
2: what are your uh, what are your go tos that uh, you can say on 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 a podcast?
1: Um, I don't know. I, I I like to mix it up. Normally, I just kind of look at the look at the dude and just kind of eye him for a quick second, and I'm like, all right, how can I abuse this guy for us for a little bit for ninety minutes? <laughs> do, you, do, you,
2: do you tell them do you tell them they're slow do you follow the cam method and tell them they have bad shoes um, bad
1: shoes interesting uh, I'm a, I'm a big a name fan of it. like I'm a big fan of honestly I'll say something kind of Kind of talking and shitting on a defender, but it'll be one of those where it's out loud to where I'm like, guys, just play me. This guy is absolutely useless. And like- <laughs> I love that. Like that—that's an actual favorite style of mine. The
4: like, I, I think I've said it sometimes. Uh, usually, usually if I'm watch watching the uh, the broadcast of a game uh, and and a guy like it's a one-on-one scenario, especially against like an outside back, and I'm like, just go buy him. Yeah, he sucks. Go buy him.
1: Yeah. Like that, I remember one game I was just like I will probably I'll probably yell
4: that a couple times uh, yeah. on Saturday.
1: I know one PC game I, I was right next to a defender and I then he was slow and I just yelled out. I was like, just play it over the top. Like he's molasses, he's never gonna catch <laughs> me if he tries. Oh <laughs> <laughs> bonus
4: bonus points if he was Canadian.
1: Yeah, true.
0: <laughs> well, um what who was your favorite soccer player growing up and your favorite team that isn't CFC?
1: growing up uh absolutely loved Ronaldinho, uh, just his creativity and everything i just always tried to anytime i, I probably there's probably not a youtube video on Ronaldinho that i have not seen <laughs> nice like that used to be that used to be my pregame and i would sit and because first of all it's soccer video i was talking talking about this the other day soccer videos have the best soundtracks and music in the background <laughs> oh yeah out of anything it's incredible and so I would just have that going in the background as I'm watching Ronaldinho just dice up eight defenders and score. And <laughs> he's, I mean, a, he's a bit saucy. Yeah. So that was my favorite player growing up. My favorite team, Manchester United, without a doubt. We're in Champions League again. Let's go, baby.
0: Dude, uh, Ronaldinho was just released from prison yesterday. Yeah, I was going to say he's been tearing
1: it up in, uh, in prison. I he's know. Been, he is, he's been loving it. He's averaging about eight goals a game there. <laughs> <laughs> if he's not,
0: uh, yeah, if he's not averaging more shout out Ronaldinho. <laughs> Uh actually uh you'll meet a guy named julian here in town and he just he had this long sleeve Ronaldinho jersey and i've wanted it i've offered him like <laughs> my uh inter jersey plus a byron jersey plus something else to try and get it from him and the other day he traded it for a laptop well, a literal I mean. macbook he traded it for somebody wanted the jersey so bad he got that's, a macbook out of it i wow. mean i respect it oh yeah <laughs> what? wow I want I want that jersey. Back. I respect the hustle more than anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, if we're if we're talking more about teammates, uh, who's the fastest player on the team?
1: Definitely KJ. He's I'd say he's probably the fastest.
0: That was that you're the first person who's answered it and not been like, uh, it's this if it's that, or it's them if it's this. Normally people are like, Oh, short distance. People this, but, people yeah. hedge watch people hedge their bets i love i love watching kj hit a hit a straight sprint after he's headed the ball down yeah Uh man like against soda city when he a couple of times on the right side he was he was absolutely i mean like turf was leaving the ground it was (laughs) it was freaking awesome i also love how quick he steps in a passing lane yeah he he and he'll get like
2: he'll get on a couple step run and and intercept the ball because you know and he's got that that thing right where he can break and I love that first two steps and I see him going for that passing lane. I'm like, oh, he might get, oh, he's... And it makes my job a hell of a lot easier, I'm too. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're not the one making the pass. Right. Yeah.
4: Yeah, for sure. Um, do you play FIFA?
1: I do. I do. Are you good? I'm okay. Um, I don't have, I like, I don't... I'm not a big gamer to where like my gaming systems that I have with me are an N64 and an Xbox 360. Dude, out baby, so, all right. You're so but, that
0: like that N64 is like an
1: investment right now. Exactly. I was
0: looking up prices of them you the got, other day. they oh, that's and they're a, beginning to go w- w- up. Like that's you can uh, That cheap. was a
1: quarantine purchase, by the way, guys. Hell, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's sick. You, did you get a Super Smash Brothers? I haven't yet. Um, that's just only because it's they're hard, be hard to find. They're hard to find and and they're expensive. So I've I've been testing the waters i found a couple different spots i got a couple games in mind i got to make sure i get the most
0: important thing that you have to remember to do or that the most nostalgia for me whenever i'm playing the n64 is even if it's working i'll still pull the game out and blow, blow it. on it yeah, I, did, I do that every time <laughs> Good. before you put it in yep put it in there every like single time
1: i just bought a brand new refurbished one and i'd still do that <laughs> oh my god the blue tony hawk That's perfect but
4: uh so but you'll you'll join in with you'll join in with the guys uh if they're if they're playing
1: uh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure i was actually i was playing earlier today uh with with santi and ryan
4: who's uh who's the best player on the team fifa wise yeah
1: it's a good question um there's a couple of good ones uh nick claims to be the best it's very very up to for debate um spunky yeah good old spunk nick spunk <laughs> <laughs> um cole is pretty good um Ryan's Ryan's solid as well. But uh I don't know. It's 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 pretty even. We we had a tournament in where was that? Was that Soda yeah in Soda City. I'm trying to remember who actually ended up winning that though. I think I want to say it was maybe Cole oh, KJ. I think it was KJ. He's pretty good at it.
4: When when you guys this is a, a hardcore side note. When you guys do do a tournament like that, how do you like, does everyone choose a different team to play with?
1: We've—it j- just pretty much will just kind of just be like, all right, winner day, next one up. Okay. All right, I call okay. next. Yeah, it's the way to do. Do you it. always play with yeah. United? For the most part. Um, Not as good now. They don't have Ibra
2: and Lukaku when they had. I just, oh,
1: they're unreal. Yeah. No, the best <laughs> was when I when I was playing with the my original like, Inst- like Xbox 360, and even before that, I had the PS2. And I had when it was Giggs and Rooney and Van Nistelrooy. Decent team. You never, you couldn't lose. I would just, I would give it to skulls. I'd ping a ball out to either Giggs or Ronaldo, and they just outran everybody and whipped that ball in. <laughs> they awesome. were unstoppable.
4: It's like <laughs> extreme FIFA '09 energy right there. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes,
1: it does. I'm getting excited. Although. I got FIFA, the original FIFA, on N64. Oh, yeah? And you play with about two buttons. This shit is impossible. <laughs> is it really? I've never, I want, I don't I want to try it. that. Oh, it's, it's hard. I spent a lot of time playing that thing, trying to just figure it out. I still, I've, I still can't figure out how to head a ball.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious I would I would like to try that I, I literally I lost years off of my life playing the MLB baseball game on in 64 I would love to go back oh, I've, been, that.
1: I've been playing with Randy Savage WWF oh, oh yeah. okay. the amount of belts that I've won the Dude, last couple of weeks yes <laughs> that game was intense
0: I actually stole that game from this random house that I went to as a child and kept it forever I
2: still wow. have
1: it Wow, wow.
2: Fugitive j- Producer Jay. Yeah, pretty much. Glad right. did tell tell your real address
0: right I either. even told them, hey, I told them a couple years ago. I was like, yeah, I, j- <laughs> I jacked that for sure. I so <laughs> still have it. Wow.
4: You son so, of a bitch. So, uh What's what's your favorite non-soccer sport to watch just a, a, as a fan?
1: Um Good question. Uh And do you have a team? That's the thing. So, I was thinking either Track and field or wrestling, which are obviously individualistic sports, um, but I'm also a big hockey guy, so, which the St. Louis Blues are my team.
0: Had a couple couple years ago.
1: Mm-hmm. Or was that last year? Last year.
0: Yeah, yeah. I got to go to a... I was in St. Louis uh, at the end of last year. I got to go to a game. Went to a preseason um, game. It was three bucks.
1: I'm jealous. Gross. I've been... I was So, actually, when they won, we had a game that night, and I played Gloria the entire morning to prepare for our game that night. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alright, so let's come back into soccer here for a little bit. Uh,
2: the Independent Cup was the first time we got to see you guys after a, a long time off. Um, kind of talk us through what, what it was like getting back to playing. Obviously, uh, the Independent Cup was not quite the level of competition that, that Nisa has been, but it's we played well and, and you in particular played well you had a you know over a goal game average uh how, how was that independent cup um and kind of how do you think um how do you think we lined up and it prepared us for kind of what we're going to see going forward
1: um obviously it it gave a lot of guys opportunities to play uh, which is which is huge um training even if we play 11s training is only going to emulate it to a certain extent yeah. Game game experience is just different um, especially even like going into challenges and stuff. You're not, yeah. you're, you're not getting two footed for the most part by your teammates, at least not ideally. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, no, I, and I, I think we got to work on, on some things that we worked on in training and, and put them in a, a real game aspect. And obviously we, we got the results and ultimately that's what matters is getting results and we were scoring goals. I, I thought we scored some, some pretty solid goals with combo play and whatnot, which are all things that we had worked on in training and yeah i think it was a, a perfect little uh start before the, the season really got started
2: and speaking of combo play you and Zekka seem to have quite the combination up front quite the uh quite the understanding is is that as good as it seems like from the sidelines like you guys i don't know how it, it, do you just understand each other do you it seems like you guys were always on the same wavelength
1: yeah uh i mean I, that just kind of goes with just both of us are obviously have played for a good amount of years um and in addition to that, we put in reps and training. And when, once you get that chemistry kind of going in training, especially every single day going through drills, we, we try to keep partnerships together for the most part, whether that be forward pairing, center back pairings, you name it. Um, and, and, yeah, it's just, it just kind of getting reps and just being familiar with each other. And I think ultimately we, we picked up on that pretty quick, which kind of led to how we were scoring some goals.
4: Yeah. So uh – at the, the last the last independent cup game it looked like you picked up a knock but that turned out not to be not to be a, a thing. I'm gonna uh, be honest, I don't
1: even remember I don't remember taking a okay, knock. Yeah. Right. Okay.
4: So but I am sure I'm sure some of our some of our listeners may have may have you noticed were, that because well, you were you limping sh- a little
2: bit and I think yeah, we all got a little scared. So uh, but yeah, after no, I have no
4: idea but like obviously you didn't make the trip to uh to the Michigan Stars and obviously not again not to uh to Keyworth for the Detroit game. You picked up an injury in training. I did. Yeah. Um uh, so like, how, how you how are you doing?
1: Um that is to be determined tomorrow, most likely. Uh so yeah I picked up an injury in training to my knee. Um uh, initially just thought impact injury, bad bone bruise, probably a strain. Um and so I got to where I was had to make sure I got all the swelling down which was pretty significant. Uh, got all that down and then was finally able to start doing band workouts and just different mobility knee strengthening things and, and whatnot got to where I was jogging and biking and felt like I was pretty comfortable especially once I got everything activated beforehand and then I guess it was last week finally tried to do more soccer specific things as far as cutting and, and passing and just felt some popping and pain in my knee. Um, so that obviously set me back and I just got an MRI actually this morning and we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. We, we will see. H-
2: have you had any serious injuries in your career?
1: Uh, not really. I had a hernia surgery that kind of was, had other complications with it, uh, spring and summer before my senior year of college, but that, that's it.
2: Yeah. Hopefully this one is not a serious one and not a long-term one. Yeah. I'm
1: hoping because there's there's games we played. I, I yeah. hate sitting. Yeah, <laughs>
2: there's just there's no my my question there was because there, that means there's no pre-existing knee condition that you're
1: right. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm hoping that's all. It all is at least nothing serious.
2: Everyone, knock on wood. Yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna reach. Yeah, I was, uh, I was thinking about doing that. I just didn't want to do that unless and, y'all were doing and it. <laughs> <laughs> and several <laughs> listeners in their car with their radio turned up real loud right now are cursing us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true,
0: but it's a question you have to ask. Yeah. For sure. It's something we have to go over. I, I was I was going to ask you uh, before we jumped forward, too, but this kind of goes in with you, like, being on the sideline um, for now. But w- what are your thoughts about finally getting to be in a stadium with fans?
1: Oh, I can't wait. Um, obviously, it's going to be a little weird. be uh, I mean, real sure. weird. <laughs> like, real weird. I bought a group of four
0: right, on, right in 125, right at – the. Right at, uh, center
1: uh but just having people in there i mean i'm not like we're never going to complain having people no matter how weird it looks it's going to be unbelievable just having fans there yeah Uh, that's what we were i was actually saying uh to ryan earlier he I think he was telling me, he goes, you know, it's just going to be great having at least just one person there. Like, it's not just us clapping. Like, we'll have one other person there. Hey, but so. so Matt
0: and I both have a media pass, and Breezy should be flicking us off right now, but we've been at, <laughs> we were at all three home games, and Matt would be like, that's a fu- I can't, I can't yell right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if, if you ever heard,
4: like, one person just, like, like, just out of, like, out of nowhere, like, say something, mostly just like a, like a, hey. Yeah. That was probably the yeah, but he would turn around and be like shit.
0: I can't, I can't do that
4: right now. Yeah, I was trying really hard not to. That's not funny. to abuse my media <laughs> pass.
2: So as we wrap up here, is there anything we haven't asked you? Is there anything that uh, you were hoping we'd ask? Hoping. You want to share? Um, not, uh, also, it's
1: perfectly fine to say no. Yeah, I mean, not that nothing that comes straight to my mind. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty open book. Though, if, if you guys got anything. <laughs> so where can uh before we wrap up
2: where can the listeners find you uh you have some social media handles that you would like people to
1: reach out to you if they if they want to hit you up and say give yeah. comments
2: on the show or just say what's up
1: yeah no for sure uh, i'm on twitter and instagram i'm on twitter as at Airbeam at 14 and then on instagram i'm just Beam at 14 Nice, Matthew. If the listeners want to find you on the internet, where can they find you?
4: They can find me at I am Knickleo on Instagram, and they can find me at Whiskey Is Fine on Twitter.
0: Producer J? on Instagram, I am at Letter J. I have a new account coming out doing some How photography. How many ones soon. do
2: you have, Ten? <laughs>
0: Personally, just just one right now. So, um, but also I have the Section One on Nine Pod, which you should go follow. And then definitely on Twitter. I do have one. I've, I've started being more active on it, J underscore Buchanan, but you should follow the Section 109 podcast on Twitter <laughs> before you ever follow me. Breezy, what <laughs> about you? You can find me on the internet. All right, friends. Thanks, Brian.